0: That's that's the stinger for this week, folks. Whoever wins this game will win the flag. Lock it in. Bum It's finally here, my friends. First week of AFL finals action. And I tell you what, I tell you what, nothing got me more excited than having the week off. I don't know about you, Jamie Wallace. But I'm a little bit pumped for some Thursday night to Sunday afternoon football finals action. What about you, my friend? For our first ever international edition, Jamie Wallace from the beautiful sun-drenched country that is Bali. How are you going, my friend? And welcome to finals 2019.
1: Oh, hi, peps. I am well. Well, i actually got a bit of a, not Bali, bally but something pretty similar. But, um... I mean, a sunshine, it's thirty degrees. It's amazing.
0: Couldn't be couldn't be nerves for finals because neither of our teams decided to do anything this year and make them. Maybe it's uh, the maybe it's
1: know. maybe it's the nervousness of trade
0: period because like I said last week, that's our grand final period for the ten teams that did not make the finals. And some of the news coming out over the last few days starts to get you a little bit nervous of the players that you want to keep and the players that you want to get going. With. Has it got something to do with that? <sighs>
1: No, no, it's not. nothing to do with that. The first international family holiday? Uh, no, no, it's actually all going extremely well at the moment.
0: Could it have been maybe the chicken wongdong with uh, fried Ooh. cabbage last
1: night? No, I'll tell you what it is, Peps. It's the what fact it? that the week between the finals and that week off has absolutely killed my momentum. Has it? That's why I'm flat. See... I'm not.
0: I had a chat last week. Before we even get into it, hey listeners, thank you very much. You've listened all season. We're back. Finals are coming up. You're here with the Lace Out Boys. Chris Peps Pepper, 370 plus game legend of the East Keeler Football Club. You've got the J-Dog, Jamie Wallace, ranked ninth in the world for Iron Man, and a passionate Port Adelaide supporter. Two blokes who love talking about footy for you every single week. Same slot, same time, Sloan. Rankings are going through the roof. You gotta like us. Give us, like I said, iTunes, Spotify, you name us. Tell us how good we are. We already know how good we are. Well, one person <laughs> doesn't, but everybody is loving footy. And you know what? I had the week off and I went and watched some local footy. I told everybody last week, go watch some local footy. And it was amazing to see how many people actually went and did it. And it was fantastic. It was just the hard crunches. You know, you can get yell at people. You can have a beer. Your son can kick a footy into the second tier, tier of a lock stadium like he did at Windy Hill on the weekend. Um, it was just great, mate. It was great to go out and support the local economy. The teams are going bust their butts every single week for hardly any bucks. It was great stuff. And you know what? I love the week off because it gives so many people the opportunity to go ahead and do it. I will say, though, it yep. does kill a bit of the momentum.
1: It kills momentum for me. Yep. And I'm a traditionalist. Also, on my radar of shitless is uh, the EJ Witten game. That's also shit. Oh, can I, like,
0: you know what? Let's, let's just get this one going early, okay? Because I know where this one's going. EJ Witten game. You know, it's been going on for so many years, but it's just going to go straight here. He's going straight in the fry pan. The EJ Witten game from what it once was to what it is now, has become a farce. It's great to see the players running around, and I get that. But yep. what they did, they destroyed it, this AFLX poo crap stuff that they put on last week. Where's the days of BT getting chased down by Billy Brownless, you know, actually meaning something? It just seems to be the, the 2020 version of AFL football. Bit of hit and giggle, and that's about it.
1: Well, it's it's the it's the exact opposite of what EJ Whitten was all about. He was. He was Mr. Football. So Mr. Football, hard, you know. I think well, you know, he's got some famous saying, sayings on there on Facebook and uh, Facebook on YouTube and whatnot, but it's it's just rubbish. You know and I mean, like as a young kid coming in watching the game, I'm like, what would you get excited for? For people like our age, yeah. we know the players that they're that, that running around. Now. For kids these days, they wouldn't know half the not even not even a quarter of the people on the field. No.
0: No. It's it's it, it, what it was for us when it first started should be what the kids yep. experience it now. But it's just become run around, have a kick. There's no there's no passion in the game. It just seems to be a laugh. A, bloke, a bunch of blokes get together once a year, have a massive piss up, go out and have a kick and raise some money. Look, raising the money for prostate cancer, support that 100%. But what yeah. it's turned into, I don't know. Like They're even talking how do we revamp it. How about just playing it on a proper game? You know what they should do? Send it all the way back to the Witten Oval. That's where it needs to be played. Back at the Witten okay. Oval. You know Maybe not even do it at a night. Do it at day. Do it during the day. How good would that be? Two o'clock on the week off, suburban ground, players running around. And you know what? Then you can get on the source all night and talk wall stories.
1: Yep, and I know, I know it's a hidden gig like you said, 580 points between the two teams, come on. Is that
0: come what they on. kicked, 580 points?
1: Between them, yep. What was the score? I never saw the end. 200 and something versus 200 and something. Oh, that's, a draw. Just, that's just taking the piss, isn't it? And it was a draw. It was a draw, so I'm, I, now the number one rule of podcasting is never do never do math slime on air, yeah. <laughs> so I'm not <laughs> going to attempt it.
0: I'm not even going to try, but all I can say is, is has the WWE taken over the booking of the EJ Witten game? Yeah, it must be. It's turned into a circus. Well, it should be. It should be a EJ lot more Witten,
1: than. Ajay Witten, um, or uh, like called Corporation, E.J. Witten um, yeah. Foundation. They're the ones who control the game and how it looks and, and and what it's about. So I think they probably need to have a bit of a look inboard to see how can we make this um a little bit more of a spectacle than what it is.
0: Yeah, I think the issue was though is the mob that were looking after it for so long just were taking dollar after dollar out of it and Harley was going to the foundation itself.
1: Mm, Fees are what okay. they were
0: charging, that was why they brought it back in. The AFL decided to assist and then put it into this AFL X format. Then they decided to yeah, cut it know. a couple of weeks ago from their own competition, but let this one roll on. It was probably too late down the stage or too, too yeah. late down to be able to do anything about it. So I think it'll go back to a traditional format next year and I'd like to see it at a traditional ground. It's as simple as that. Yep, very good. Hey, um, what's going on in Bali? What's the news on the Twitter sphere out there that you've noticed? You know, in in the, in the, the Bali Times or the Denpasar Daily Times. or whatever's I'll been tell you what, what's, what's been going on? What you been, are you hearing over you, there?
1: Have you been here
0: at all? Oh, I haven't been to Bali. I've been trying to get there for okay. years. Family won't go. All
1: right. Well, I we are saying um our flights inclusive of everything. You know, bringing all the the amount of crap you have to bring somewhere to go on a holiday with a baby is unbelievable.
0: I I've got two of my own mate, I know what that's like and I'm doing and I'm doing interstate. I've done international to England
1: before. Yeah, well, there we go. A,
0: yeah, that was a ball terror. But uh, how, how, how Clams, many how many of the Wallace clan have gone over with you?
1: Just the three just just the small three of us. Yep. Alira, myself and Hux Here's and right. uh the parents uh, parents and have come across as well. Oh, that's sexy times. Nice. So so that's all nice, but um so we got through. So the airport, it was a it was a five o'clock leave at home. Flight was at nine o'clock. We got all on board, all fine. One thing, and this may be a sign that I'm getting older and being being more dad-like, those automated check-in process with the automated baggage things are a balls up of an idea. If I've ever seen one. <laughs> that is that is. We were trying to put prams and things on and it was buzzing and and lights were going off and it didn't go through and the wheels weren't facing the right way. What an absolute balls-up.
0: Is it turned into the airport version of the self-checkout
1: at the, at the supermarkets? But it's worse. It yes, worse. and it's worse. Can't be worse. No, no, we we got told that our, our, our luggage wasn't facing the right way. That's what it got rejected for. And we came through two or three times before someone came over and gave us a hand because... Other people are also fighting with these pieces of shit machines,
0: isn't it? You know,
1: it is. A the boulder. amount of money that they've
0: probably spent on these machines would be the equivalent of goodness knows how many wages, and you get a better return. Oh, did they ever so watch? did they ever watch the Terminator series? They're, they're turning everything into cybernetic systems. It'll <laughs> never work. The machines will not take over, no matter oh, how God, it complex it gets. The human resistance will fight back. Yeah. And you'll see it again in another Terminator movie that's coming out this year. But are you hearing so anything? So you on
1: suggesting? The... Are you suggesting peps so I just throw the throw the luggage over the top of them and onto the conveyor? No, oh, just just throw it over.
0: What's the worst that can happen? <laughs> just just throw it over and go. It's ready. Oh it's, oh, it's
1: a farce. Who'd you fly with? Uh we flew with Jetstar. Nice. We had a, because we got the bassinet seat, we were um, one row back from business class and we had oh. maximum leg room and it was glorious. Oh,
0: sexy times. That is nice. Eight hour flight over there. Um, it's I, about I, an eight hour flight, isn't it?
1: Like five hours. Five, yep. So we got over, all unpacked, all fine, everything was all there. That's all very easy. Uh, we had jumped in a taxi got us into Cuda, where we're staying for the first few nights, and we're staying at the Hard Rock Hotel, and it's an absolutely beautiful location where we are. Oh, you bugger. Um, Yeah, thanks a lot. Well, mind you, it's it's been
0: sunny over here, so... Has it?
1: Yeah,
0: it's It's been gorgeous, gorgeous
1: Gorgeous. Gorgeous. It's it's 12 and a half degrees at the moment in Melbourne.
0: But it's gorgeous 12
1: and a half degrees. (laughs) Well, tomorrow's 19 for you guys, but it's been about 30 degrees over here. Okay, great.
0: Fantastic. Almost as hot as the footy's going to be this week. I can tell you that
1: now. uh, I haven't seen any footy players yet.
0: You haven't seen any footy. That's that's the only reason you went over there this time of year. You're hoping to get a bit of a vision of your... Exclusive exclusive with wine's thighs.
1: <laughs> wow. Well, can
0: I can say that there may be an exclusive next week about the next interview in the Chat With series, which has a bit of a finals flavor, which uh, I don't want to let you know to uh, let it out at the moment. But uh, all I can say is, is that if this one comes in premiership player, having a chat to the great CJ Pepper. But uh, yes, really and, if you, and you don't even know who this person is.
1: No, I do not. No,
0: no. it's um, something that's been organised over the last couple of days. But this certain Love individual it. is away at the moment. So all I can say here, he is a fan favourite in the Pepper household and uh, has played for two clubs, one of those being a premiership club. But uh, we'll leave it at that. Rightio, my friend. Where do we start? We've got two options here. Do we go? What's going on in the world of footy, or do we start talking the finals this week? Where do you want to go? Where, which way would you like to swing it this way? Do you swing it to the left, or do you swing it to the right?
1: Let's let's start with a bit of let's start with a bit of footy talk, and okay. then we will talk about the teams in the finals. All right.
0: Now, one of my favourite movies growing up was Raiders of the Lost Ark. I love it. India. It's the first of the Indiana Jones sagas, and I reckon it's the best. Uh And once again, the AFL have no originality about themselves and have just launched their version of the ARC, the ARC, the (laughs) AFL Review Centre, which will be their uh, review bunker and will be kicking off this week. Now, I'm not too sure how much you've seen of it. You can go on the afl.com.au website. Yeah, I have. It's massively massively awesome. They've got the good-looking chairs. They've got artificial turf on the ground plenty of screens lots of high-tech technology some things you'd only dream about having in your own high-tech kit at home but i guarantee they'll still find a way to absolutely fudge it up throughout the final series no doubt no doubt whatsoever the arc um we it could be the arc that we don't want to have discovered i can't wait to the first time and who's going to sponsor the arc do you think do you reckon it could be noah could be Noah's Ark, <laughs> Noah's um, Nursery. I don't know what it would be, but someone has to sponsor it. Who them. knows? And any way um, the AFL can grab a buck, they will.
1: So, interesting for yeah. the fact that, and this is the thing, and you know this as well, Pep's podcast, we know what this is about. Yeah. The technology is only as good as what you put into the post. So, have they changed everything about the cameras they've changed they're using
0: are the grounds yeah good point so they've, they've there's going to be a minimum of three sloopers slooper super slow motion cameras slooper, slooper. You know, i've been for the last couple of days so it's uh yeah <laughs> the uh the voltarens are kicking in so there's going to be three super slow motion cameras um including a minimum uh-huh. of one extreme super slow-mo camera at every stadium that hosts the finals over the next month i don't know if they are to do anything with the slow-mo uh if they touch it etc so forth i reckon it'll be just to get you know those facial shots that uh channel seven always do leading or going out of an ad break where a player gets hit uh, yeah. and they do the shot when they get hit i reckon that's the only reason for it um multi approach um they're going to use it throughout the home and away series next year um, previously fans only heard score reviews to confirm the decisions via the broadcaster or see the decision displayed on the stadium screens. The arc will feature ten people at a time, including two supervisors, working across three different pods throughout the final series. And the score review pod will feature two members: the Hawkeye operator, the official score reviewer, who will communicate the decision to the main supervisor. They will then, be the match review and medical pod, will feature three people, including an operator. And they will investigate incidents um, as they happen. And that will be Michael Christensen to speed up the match review process. So there's a lot more efficiency going into it as well. Um, I think it's going to be a good thing once again. There's also, as part of that, there'll be a doctor as well who'll be in charge of spotting potential concussive symptoms from players, and they'll have a direct line of communication to the benches of both teams. So if Dr. Howlong, in the in the arc, sees, you know, someone go down, he goes, Oh, he's not looking too flash. Gets on the bar and goes, oh, you might want to go out and check that this guy's okay.
1: But that's going to yep. be an interesting at one. What le- at, what, at what level do they come in and say, well, you got to pull him off because he was a bit... Wobbly.
0: Well, if he's laying there How motion, well, if he's go. laying there motionless on the ground for five minutes, that might be a key that there's something wrong. <laughs> um, and the final pod will feature an operator and two members of the umpiring department. God help us, who will be in charge of coding, tagging, and reviewing decisions for future training. That particular pod will have no impact on the games which they are reviewing. I only wish that the people on the ground would have no impact on the game that we're watching as well too because uh, they are a little bit, look at me, look at me, Ray Chamberlain, look at you.
1: It sounds like there's going to be more people in the pod than there are actually players on the ground.
0: There's going to be 10. So 10 plus yep. these other people. Uh, 10, that's including the 10. Oh, so they're going to be broken other, up uh, in okay. different sec-
1: But oh, It's, it's right, virtually
0: right. one for every 3.6 people on the ground, not including the other umpires.
1: Bloody hell! Okay. Well, let's, let's let's just let's just see what happens. You know what? We'll just give it a go, and
0: then next week when we talk about what's happened in the first week, we'll have a bit of a chat about that, and we'll see whether the arc deserves a sequel, or it's going to be the latest version of something that the AFL have introduced that should be dumped, aka um, AFLX going over to New Zealand, China. <laughs> uh gold coast Suns, and that resume of disenchantment continues so that's the biggest <laughs> thing has been the arc you can find all the stuff on afl.com.au that's where we got all the information from look you know what you can't say that they're sitting on their hands
1: no they're
0: having a go Rightio. yep um so that's that's the first big thing um <clears throat> excuse me the other big thing that's come out so far this week there's been a lot of trade talk Uh, Last week, we started the first edition of the Everybody's Going to St. Kilda Trades uh, trade period. And it looks like it actually started this week. Alex Keith from Adelaide came over and did a bit of a tour of the facilities down at St. Kilda. He would have seen their newest edition as well being Jared Ruffhead, who signed up a three-year deal with the Saints as well. And he'll be over there starting pretty much after he's um, relaxed and taken some time off. I think the end of October, start of November as they move into that. Uh, not the trade period, but as they move into the uh, list management side of things coming up for next year. Brett Ratton yeah. looks like he's locked in. So the Sally's report looks like the final, uh, actually, the second last nail in the coffin. Uh, well, the second yeah. last gap has been filled. So it looks like he'll be taking over. Announcement to be made this week, apparently, on Friday. That's the word coming out. So that means just the Fremantle job. And that uh, is still up for grabs. Justin Longmuir looks like he's going to be the one who's going to get that. But once again, they're having a review process. But even with that in place, you've still got, if we look at the Sally's report, where there are no more gaps, or potentially could be gaps, you've still got people like GWS, depending on what happens with on camera this week. You've also yes. got Adelaide. They're having an external review
1: uh-huh. as
0: well. Port Adelaide, apparently he's got the full support of the board.
1: No, that's, that's locked in. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah, and then you've also got Essen and where the whispers are that depending on what happens this week, doesn't mean that uh, John Worthfield's going to be there as well.
1: Mm. There's a Very lot. There's a
0: lot going on.
1: Yeah, heaps. Um, and it's interesting you mentioned about Alex Keith before. Um, looking at St Kilda because. If you look at the Adelaide um, news coming this way, there's about eleven players who are looking for, who, who are potentially on the trade table or looking for new homes. How many did you say? Ten. About eleven. About eleven, and Ten they're all coming 11. out of Adelaide. It's just yeah, all the, each person's name has been linked to certain things here or there.
0: And apparently, they're all going to um, Gold Coast. <laughs> they're all going to St Kilda. Uh, no, Gold, now, Gold,
1: what, what? Gold Coast Hawthorne
0: Yeah, now one of the things that we spoke about last week was uh Melbourne and Gold Coast went to the AFL last week. Haven't heard much to come out of that, but St. Kilda, their um their request for an increased salary cap to uh twenty seven point six million dollars for next year to fit everybody in and increasing <laughs> their number of players to twenty uh, from forty to um I think it was seventy. Has also been knocked back by the AFL. They've decided that no, you—that's just going to be not enough, uh, and they're going to will it, They're going to offer them a fifty million dollar a year salary cap and a list of one hundred and twenty, just so that they could oh, just. But there will there is going to have to be a couple of things that they're going to have to just work out just to make sure that they they get those numbers right. <laughs> yeah, it's it's poo. Like everybody's going there, everyone, everyone. Uh, um, most people are. There's only one bloke. Well, there's actually one bloke who won't be going there. Um, Do you know who that is? Who's that? Anthony McDonald, Tip Woody, my friend. He's not going anywhere. Signed up for another three years, apparently, at... The Essendon Bombers. I actually thought he'd be going, but I barely signed up. I just played the song again, Jamie. Is playing it? No, turn it off. Turn it off. And for that bit of mystique, I'm going to give myself one of these. Yep, one of those. Beautiful. Round of applause. All right. So, um, look, the number of trades that are coming through at the moment just seem to be out of control, like where everyone's yeah. going, and just names keep coming up, which doesn't make any sense. Like, where are they coming from? So, some of the some of the names that are coming up now, um, even from a Melbourne perspective, Petrarca's coming up. Yeah, uh, Petraka swapped with Billings. Apparently, he's one of the ones. Like, what, where's Billings from?
1: Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Right. So, like All another one that's been brought up. One up.
0: Another one that's been brought up. Um, Jack Viney, Apparently, his name is being thrown up by. Lots of Melbourne on the, lots of people on the Melbourne side of things because well he's in and under and that's about it, but because yep. his dad's there they won't make that decision will they? Um, it it just seems to be everywhere that they just don't stop.
1: It's just out of control. Well, you guys are getting rid of Viney? We're getting, we're apparently getting rid of uh Ali Wines. So much. Why, of those why streets, would you get 12. why would you get rid of Alley Wines? Why? There's no reason to. Absolutely no reason to.
0: They got no. Does it just? Get you to the point
1: now. You just it just does your heating. Ah, like I think media throws their names up and then they just. I even saw I even saw Matthew Lloyd today. Um, yeah, today make a comment that Ollie Wines and Essendon yep. should do a straight swap with Orazio Fantasia. Oh And I'm like, what are you talking about,
0: you, you reckon? Matthew Lloyd? An idiot. So he said wines for Fantasia.
1: Yep, straight swap. Ooh,
0: Jeez, that's a good one. I like that.
1: No, it's rubbish. It's a rubbish swap. Why would you ever do that? You don't like it? No, not Fantasia. We got, we got rid of a, a flaky, a flaky uh, forward in Wingo last year. No. Fantasia is flaky as. No, he's
0: he's he's kicked a little bit more than than what's happened with some other teams, though. But apparently, no. Carl Amon is going to stay with your mob. Apparently, apparently that's one of the things. Um, like I said, Brett Ratney's. he's Nathan not part of... signed his contract. Yeah, I don't understand that one to be honest. I think they're just trying to get him over three hundred. Like I said, problem with Melbourne Football Club, and for everybody who's a Melbourne supporter listening to this, you know, write a review on the in the on the Facebook page, and tell me if I'm wrong. But we're not ruthless enough.
1: We we're are not ruthless Let me cut his hair for you guys. Pardon. Sacrifice his hair oh, for you he guys. never
0: had any. Go back to his first season. He he was what <laughs> was it? He, he was um he was uh his hair was as thin as was rarer than um frog's whiskers, I heard the other day watching a movie. And I thought that wasn't too bad. But no, he never had any in the first place. He had clean arms. Maybe maybe he had enough pain and he thought, well, if Melbourne give me enough pain, I'll just get some tats. And when the pain stops, I'll stop getting tats. And it looks like he hasn't got much room left. Jack Martin, he's going to Carlton. He's going to have a chat with Carlton, the Western Bulldogs. Apparently, Alex Keith towards St Kilda, but apparently Melbourne and the doggies are still into him. Um, where else do you want to go? Like it just, it just, oh, it just keeps, heaps. it just keeps going. Hey, I picked something last week. This is totally off the um, the trade side of things. Who did I say will probably win Gold Coast best and fairest? And you laughed. Uh,
1: the Ruckman. Witsy.
0: Yes, who picked it? Pepsi, you he did exactly right. So there you go. Shy Bolton's another one hasn't locked in for next year. He could be on uh, for something else as well. Um, Eddie Betts, yeah. he looks like he's going back to Carlton. Doesn't want to be in Adelaide. That's, and join the that crew. Not gonna it's gonna happen. Hey, the last that's prediction not. I made came true. This one will come true. He'll either. I don't think he'll stay in Adelaide.
1: Like, what what has Carlton got to win or gain by getting Eddie, Bet- Eddie Betts back? I don't know. There's nothing.
0: Uh, members. Simple as that. It's it's it's, you know, the the prodigal son returns. Prodigal son. Well, they dumped him. Yeah. Uh, Blake Akers, they reckon he could be the one that gets funny again. He could be the one from St. Kilda to get um, Brad Hill across the line. Yep. Okay. Uh, it's yep. just it just keeps going, um, mate. Adelaide, it just keeps going.
1: Adelaide, yep. You've got Greenwood, Alex Keith, uh, Sam Jacobs has also been up there, and I'm pretty confident as well. Yep, that they've got Riley Knight also up on the trade table as well.
0: Geez, I tell you what, you're getting all the all the the news over there. You're getting all the news over huh. there in uh, Indonesia.
1: So I'm pretty so Adelaide are looking at really um, almost dumping out the midfield. Everybody's getting dumped. That's the thing. It just yeah. it just everybody is
0: going. Uh, but you have a look who no one's no one wants to leave now. So a couple of years ago, everybody wanted to leave Brisbane. Yeah. Now, now no one wants to leave them.
1: Everybody yeah, wants to stay I there. think I think this is this is the players got their ultimate power you know how you know how players were going. I'm, I nominate. I want to go to this club and the footy club. They're out with stuff. They couldn't. their hands were tied. Now we're seeing footy clubs going. Well, if you want free movement. Be prepared to be put up on the block whenever we want you to go on the block as well.
0: And you know what? I like that. I really do. Yeah. I really yeah. do. Um, it, um, it's. I agree wholeheartedly, especially the way that the AFL has mimicked into a American type of franchise and the way that they do their trades. I reckon mean, the way they do their trades is brutal. Have you ever watched Moneyball? It's a perfect thing. Yeah. They, they walk in and go, um, Hey Julio, uh, we're shipping you off here. Uh, here's the details. Off you go.
1: Yeah.
0: So, so they can leave whenever they want, and the clubs yep. can. And you know what? If you get traded to one club, they can then on you, on trade you to somebody else. Yeah. That's how it works. Maybe not the on trading yep. side of things, but definitely. Look, you know, if you if you want to go, you can go. We will do that. But you got to give us some of the some of the the power back in our hands as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah, definitely I reckon. Oh, oh,
0: it, it should be it should be that it's it should be two-way should absolutely yeah. be two-way um where do you want to go next oh geez where do you want to keep going um oh geez it doesn't doesn't stop i don't know, I, I don't know. There's, there's so much to talk about um
1: <laughs>
0: from from a trades perspective look I, it's kind of one of those things we'll sort of get a little bit more of a feel there are players starting to get delisted from clubs And we don't need to go through all of those. You can find those on AFL.com.au or or Facebook or Twitter or whatever. So you can do your own research about that. Um, I think one of the things that I wanted to quickly highlight before we move into the next section, it's Tuesday night when we record this, and tonight there's going to be a a documentary on the ABC um, Uh based on the Collingwood Football Club. And uh, apparently... It is a bit of a corker, to be honest. Really? Okay. Yeah. i um, I've lost the name of it. I had it in front of me a moment ago, and I've lost the name of it. Um, I'll get back to it in a moment. But um, yeah. it, it, it one of the high-focus parts I've spoken about is the way that Nathan Buckley talks to the players after losing the grand final last year and the way that he spoke uh, to them. And okay. it's, yeah, it's a, it's a massive um a massive um eye opener. I think one of the things he says is that I lost I lost two as a player, I lost one as an assistant, and I lost one as a coach. Maybe I don't have the answer how we move yeah. through this or how we get better. So yeah, 8 30, wow. I think it's 8 30 tonight, ABC on Tuesday night. Yeah. Check it up on iView. Um by the time you get by the time you hear this it'll be already passed. Um, we might have a bit of a chat yep. about that I'm hoping to watch it during the week as well too alrighty um, let's have a chat about these games because I'll tell you okay. what I'm, I'm, now this is the whole thing that we've had the week off the passion's starting to build the grand final's only 24 days and 18 hours away but we've got some finals to get through it's all going to start 2019 Toyota AFL final series starting this Thursday night September 5 six, ten pm at the AWST Australian Western Centre time. (laughs) Up the stadium, the West Coast Eagles, reigning premiers versus the Bombers from Essendon. What do you think's going to happen? Who's going to win? And by how much? Over to you, James.
1: Ooh. Okay. So this is is going to be a cracker of a game over there in uh, Western Australia. West Coast at one point were probably looking at a top two spot, but then they basically ultimately blew it themselves and then Hawthorne helped shoot them in the foot uh, even more on the last round of the season. So, uh, Essendon finished eighth, West Coast finished fifth, and I think West Coast are going to win this, and it's going to be pretty nasty, I reckon.
0: Yeah, I I think very similar. Teams, you've got to look at it from, from, from a couple of ways here. So, they're 15 wins, 7 losses, compared to 12 wins and 10 losses. One of the things that I think doesn't get brought up a hell of a lot is percentages. They ended up the a percentage of 112.5 for the year, Essendon 95.4. So their scoring power was a lot more than Essendon's was throughout the year. They were virtually 200 points in front by the end of the year. Now, if we took that into a points perspective, we're looking yep, at around yep. about 33 goals for the year, better team. And from a um, points against, they were almost 100 so ten points, uh, five points yeah. a game less. So they go, the what what they have points against is very similar, but the points forward uh-huh. blows them away. And I think just with the the forward line that the West Coast Eagles have, I would put more faith in them dominating a game than what Essendon will. I think there's too much reliance on Stringer Fantasia to, to to kick a score. And I think also if they get Hurley back in, Heppel back in, they're going to have quite a number of underdone players. I don't think that Nui is going to come yep. back. Uh, apparently he will, but I yep, I, I would be that. surprised if they pulled the trigger on him. It is an elimination final. I just don't know about that. All I think that is, is that they've got so much firepower up front. You've got the, the Mosquito squad down the front, uh, Petrocelli, Ryan, Rioli. You've got the big mm-hmm. guns, Kennedy. You've got Darling. You've got a midfield that just oozes class and a back line that stands up every week on their home deck. 40-odd thousand West Coast supporters going absolutely feral. That's there's your 19th man right there. And they're the reigning premiers. And they don't want to be known as a team that went out uh, first week of the finals the year after winning it. So I think that yeah. it could be quite close for maybe maybe a, maybe half, halfway through the third. But then I think that West Coast will put the, the pedal to the metal and run out co- quite comfortable Four to five goal winners, I think. I don't think this will be a close game. I think it will be for a while, but then I think they'll just grind them down and the class yep. of West Coast will take over. I like it. You like it? I like it a lot. I like it. You like it a lot. So All there you right. go. Thursday, six so we're in, both in greens.
1: Put in Essendon. Is it what? So you're saying Essendon,
0: are you? No way, my friend. West Coast getting going to pump <laughs> up by four to five goals. Look, you know, good on All them for right. Essendon. They finished off strong last year. And started the year yeah. off pretty flaky, and took yep. virtually halfway through the season for them to make some changes and to get into the finals. I reckon halfway through the year you would have gone, no chance. They turned it around, but I think they've run their they've they've run their game a little bit too late. Yep. And I don't think they're gonna they're gonna do
1: anything this week. Um, hey, I could be surprised. Thing Coast, Stranger things have happened. Well, West Coast are coming into this game with two losses in a row though, so that's always something you don't want to come into finals always losing.
0: Yeah, look, you get that. And they always say uh, winning form is good form. Yeah. But I think they would have learned a lot from that from that Hawthorne game. And mind you, they yeah. were they were out coached by the maestro himself, Al Clarkson. Yeah. Simple as that, too. So, look, they'll, they'll come in. They'll they'll destroy that game, and um, they'll make their way into the finals for the second week. Radio Friday night, <laughs> September sixth. Australian Eastern Standard Time at the MCG and we say it every week finals football isn't just great it's great at the G because everybody loves the G the Geelong Cats versus the Collingwood Magpies first versus fourth what are you thinking what am I thinking
1: yeah what are you thinking
0: I don't know I literally don't know. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, trying, I'm, trying yeah. to, I'm trying to analyze this one, and my biggest fault is I just don't like Geelong because they whinge. Yeah, that this game is not at home. Like really, it's not at home, and you expect there'll be there'll be ninety thousand at this game, and they're expecting to fit into a thirty-six thousand seat stadium. Yeah, get your head out of the clouds for the first thing, okay? Which,
1: which you can't buy tickets for if you're a non geelong no supporter.
0: oh well here's the thing so finals tickets are done by the afl not done by the clubs and so the allocation would have been had had to have been i reckon would have had to been 50 50.
1: can't down there it's gmhbo got the tickets
0: no 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 when it's because the afl runs the game runs finals tickets
1: just Does finals, that make sense? yeah. I know just finals. Regular, no, you reg- you regular, regular season, regular right? season games. The
0: home, yeah. the home ground. Yeah. Virtually, well, the home team allocates the tickets. When it comes to finals football, though, it's a little bit different, and it's virtually the 50-50 split for clubs, I believe. Okay, all
1: right.
0: that's why you wouldn't have been able to play a game down there because the fifty thousand, sixty thousand, how many goodness knows how many supporters Geelong have got? Only 30 percent you know, would have been able to go to the game in the first place. Which was yeah. stupid, you know they've got to pull their heads out of their asses. they get enough things down there anyway, um <laughs> looking at it though, looking at it though, I'll, this is the way that I see it if Geelong's guns fire, and I'm talking about their their guns' guns, they will win yeah. the other the flip side to that though, I think there's too many Collingwood players who missed out over the who missed out last week goey Stevenson is two. There's two other ones I can't think of off the top of my head. Uh, Darcy Moore, who had a bit of a twinge yeah. in the hammy. So there's three. I can't remember who the last one is. Oh, um, uh, I think it was their full back. Listeners, sorry about this. If you can't bring four players who are not up to speed into a final, it will never work. It's happened, and you can't. on it, there's rolling the dice, but there's also being smart about it as well. You can bring maybe Dugowie and Stevenson in. Don't know if they can bring all of them in. If they do, it'll start to tell third quarter in. Uh,
1: I'm, I'm with you, So I, I have this hate for Geelong, and I find it really hard to support them. Yep. But they finished up a letter, so it means you've got to give them some respect. You've
0: got to give them some respect, but you've got to remember, have a look. One of the things that I, I, I look at that type of, you know, they won 16, lost six, Collingwood only won, lost one more game than them. Yeah. Okay. So they're very, very close. But Collingwood did a lot of that at the MCG. Geelong did down at their home ground. And as you know, you've been down to JM, JM, GMHBA Stadium. It's quite a narrow ground. Yeah. Clubs find it very, very difficult to play on. Coming to the G where it's a lot wider, you can get lost very, very quickly. It's still, it's, The rumor is they still haven't found Lewis Jetta from the uh, 2014 grand final on that wing. Still haven't located Uh him, um, but I think that's incorrect because they did find him last year in the Eagles grand final. (laughs) That saying, though, um, I just think that I wouldn't be surprised if if a couple of their, their guns don't fire. Geelong, and I'm talking Kelly, Dangerfield, Still, a lot of reliance on Gary Ablett.
1: Yep, Selwood's so not getting
0: any younger. Taylor's not getting any younger. Uh, but you've also got to remember that when they, since the buy, they've been woeful. They haven't been that flash since two, the bye either.
1: Two and eleven since the buy. Since the buy since two thousand eleven flag. Yep, the Cats are two and eleven following in season weeks off, yep. and three and nine in September overall. They haven't got a good. They haven't got a good
0: strike rate. Now, the difference they is, though,
1: not
0: difference is this isn't an elimination. This is... So, I think that Geelong are a lot more of a dangerous team. But if DeGoe and Stevenson play and they fire, I think they can do a number. I really... This is, this is going to be one of those games I don't know. I think Brody Grundy will take Reece Stanley to the cleaners. And maybe I'm starting to lean, and I don't want to say this, Collingwood's way. But this is gonna this is gonna be this is gonna be tighter than a pair of latex jocks.
1: Yeah, and I reckon I'm i with you, I reckon Collingwood probably have got it just. Could you imagine like, oh,
0: could you imagine now, now here, here's, here's the scenario where I go, Oh, could you imagine if this happened? Could you imagine if we're gonna talk about in a moment the the Richmond Brisbane game. Could you imagine? If Richmond beat Ah oh, that doesn't work, does it? Because they flip around later on. Could you imagine if Brisbane win? Yeah. They come and play Richmond? Yep. And they'd have to play Richmond at the G next week. Yep. Could right. you imagine that? It'd oh, be amazing. Oh, that'd be fantastic, wouldn't it? That that would make a jellyfish that be- hard. That would be oh, that'd be some exciting stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and and you watch Chris you watch Chris Scott just have another whinge. Ah oh, Another whinge Standard. Standard. Um so I reckon this is gonna be too too tight to call, but I think I just think Collingwood. They've they've been alright. Yep. They've they've been they've got a better form line, better than the cats. And that's why I'm gonna go with So Collingwood, Collingwood. for you? Collingwood for me, but not by much. Okay. Yeah. Simple as that. I'll lock that in. Who are you going with?
1: I think Collingwood as well. Yeah,
0: Collingwood as well. You know what? In my eyes, this will be the game of the round. Really? Saturday, 3.20 p.m. at Giants Stadium. The GWS Giants versus the Western Bulldogs. Sixth versus seventh. I'm, I'm pumped for this game.
1: This will be a cracker.
0: This will be a cracker. And the doggies will win. And that's Who? why the doggies, the Western Bulldogs, aka Footscray, will win this. And that's why I'm really excited about it. I'm excited because if they get through the first week, can you imagine the belief that they will have within themselves? And if you're going to have to play them the week after, I would not want to be doing that. At all. They are, yeah, they are firing At the right time. You remember we were talking about the Ferrari running on all eight cylinders? That's the doggies at the moment.
1: True. GWS
0: are running on six. And I trust the doggies a lot more than I trust GWS right now. Yep. There's just too many there's just too many big names out. And I think so. Well there are. They've still got look, let's 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 not get this right. Let's get this wrong, sorry. They've still got a great forward line. The GWS. Himmelberg, Cameron's down there, Finn Layson, You know, there's three big targets have to, that the doggies are going to have to suppress. And if there is a weakness with the doggies at the moment, could be down back, especially after Morris has gone down with his knee again. But the way that their midfield is working at the moment, they are, they've just got a belief that this is... I know they keep going back to 2016, but they've got a belief right now. Yeah. And they're probably a better team than they were then. Which is a bit hard to say when you win a flag. But their foreline yep. is a lot more potent than when it was. Because you've got the astronaut down there who just he just makes you want to watch footy full stop. He's could you imagine what he's gonna be like if he has a blowout final series? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Kid's only he's only what? Nineteen twenty? Oh yeah. He's he's a beast. Um yeah. No Canelio, because he's out for the season. You've also got... goodness knows how many injuries with that mob at the moment as well, too. So I just think that they're not going to be strong enough. It's going to be at their home deck. The doggies don't, aren't scared about them whatsoever. And I just think they're playing some amazing football. Once again, if you go by the form lines, they're playing great football, and they're the team I want to be on. The Bonts just having an absolute blinder of a, a season. Won the AFL MVP during the week. So uh, congratulations to you, Mr. Bontempelli. <laughs> Crowd love you, and I think they'll win. And I think they'll win quite comfortably. To be honest, I think they'll be easily four to five goal win.
1: Yep, yeah, um, and the good thing is the Bulldogs had a good side on now at, at Giants around twenty two this year where they absolutely pumped them by sixty odd points. So. And uh, I mean, they're, they're
0: yep, and they're two and two over the last four games against each other. Sorry, two and well, the interesting thing is is that um, yeah, they're they're three and two in their last five meetups, but. The last one, which was a 60-point drubbing, and that was played at GWS Stadium. Yeah. That was, yeah. And it's going to be in the daytime too. So it's going to be perfect conditions for a great game of football, and I would really like to see the doggies take them to the cleaners. It would be, mm, that would get me chubbed. It would get me chubbed. <laughs> so we've got one last game, which is going to be on September 7th, Saturday night. 7.25pm at the Jabba the Hut. Hang on, Se- let
1: me just lock in. Second, the- second versus
0: third. Second versus third. Brisbane Lions. Richmond Tigers. The Battle of the Cats. Oh. Like, are they saving the best till last with this game? It's a cracker. It is a cracker. And we, you know what? We got the entree last week. And that was it at they had the entree at the MCG. Tiger smashed them. Bit of deer in the headlights. Is that going to be worse for the Lions, or is it going to be a learning experience for them? <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm just, I'm just like, I'm just pumped. I can't wait for this game. Well, the, the
1: the big difference now is the game's up there.
0: Exactly right, and apparently it's going to be very, very warm up there as well too, which the Brisbane Lions. Don't have an issue with. So everything that you know it was a cold, stinking day down in Melbourne a couple of weeks ago, is now going to be the yep. complete opposite up there in Brisbane, and they love that sort of stuff. Yep. It's it's got all the makings of a, of a classic. I think this will go right down to the wire.
1: I'm, this, for me, this is this is the game of the round. Yes, yeah.
0: it's a game of the round, ra- mate. They've all got their little stories within themselves, haven't they? They have. This is this is the pure talent for talent game of the round like the two yeah. most exciting teams in the afl at the moment you've got the young the young cub versus the seasoned uh predator it's almost the lion king right here now is it yes simba, is, simba yeah. and mustafa there they are sitting up there on the top of them <laughs> okay simba and mustafa there they are just sitting next to each other is that right mustafa was he the goodie was he the goodie who mustafa was that his dad
1: Mustafa's a baddie.
0: Oh, well, then, yeah. Well, then, I got that wrong. But you know what I mean. Simba and Mustafa, the goodie versus the baddie. <laughs> all right? Gives a shit, right? It's a football podcast. It's not a freaking Disney podcast. Um oh, exactly it's, right. It's, it's, the, it's the champion versus the challenger.
1: It's, so who are you going for on this one?
0: Oh, geez, I don't know. I think, I think if it's close, heading into the last quarter, I reckon Brisbane, just on the heat factor, could take yep. it out, but I reckon that if yep. I wouldn't be surprised if the the Tigers start to dominate, that the Lions will go into their shell a little bit, just because. Uh-huh. But then they're going to have that raucous Brisbane crowd. It's, it's the hottest ticket in town up there. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's easily. It's just. It's it's, it's got, it's got, got me years. salivating. I've had to put I've had to put a tarp over the um the stream deck tonight because I, I'm salivating. The amount of moisture coming out of my <laughs> mouth right now because of this game.
1: <laughs> uh, um, um, oh, it's just. I'm uh, I'm particularly looking forward to seeing if Lockie Neal can absolutely rip Richmond a new one. Yep. Oh, even Mitch Robinson. Oh Jesus, I'm looking at this Brisbane team and I'm like, this is just a classic.
0: It's just, it's it is it's what finals football is all about. It's just you, you look at yeah. some of the matchups here, like fairy tale. let's go through the lines in a very high level you look at that back line Asprey, Grimes Broad Vloston, Hooley Short like they are they're the the rock of Gibraltar right there versus McCarthy sorry uh, Cameron Hipwood McCluggage Rayner McStay like that's just oh my god that's just sexy times written all over it you got Robinson Zorko McCarthy versus Alice Prestia Caddy uh Soldo, but they're thinking they might be bringing in Dan Edwards Martin versus Martin Neil Like it's just it just makes you want to watch football. Then if you flip it around, we're going off for last the last time they played. Castania, Cochin, Lambert, Rewalt, Lynch, Shy Bolton versus yeah. Hodge, Andrew uh, Harris Andrews, Adams, Rich, Gardner, uh, Ainsworth. It's it's just There's contests was within contests. Um, and then you got Rioli, Graham, Bolter, and Baker versus uh, Cox, Witherton, and Bailey, and uh, Mackinac. They're not going to be. The, they're not going to yep. be the, the the full lineups. There'll be a couple of you know little tweaks here and there. But geez, there's just there's just at every stage, at every line throughout that on that ground, there's just going to be battles. There's going to be mind games. You've got Cochin versus Hodge in terms of the mind game side of things. You're gonna have Grimes versus Hipwood, Andrews on Lynch. Like it's just it's just it's just gonna it will it'll be the game of the round from a football perspective. And regardless of who wins and who loses, these are still gonna be, in my eyes, whoever I'll put it this way, whoever wins this will win the flag. There you go. I've called it right now. Whoever Ooh, wins this game will win the it. flag. Okay. Unless they play each other again, and then I'll call Richmond.
1: So <laughs> the the only Richmond... thing I'm, I'm... Sorry, go. Yep, go for it. Uh, I was going to say, the only thing I'm really worried about is uh, Hipwood and McStay. Can those two younger forwards um, clunk everything under finals pressure and then kick? Because they're both beautiful kicks. Oh, mate. I, I don't know. It's Can they play?
0: I don't know. And that's why it's, it's a mystery.
1: Because you know, they, but, were, they were the two players that they sold the farm for to get up there oh, um, but, five years ago.
0: But you know what? You, you know, we were talking the, 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 the Disney story. Let's, let's have a talk of the yeah. Kung Fu Panda story. The greatest quote to ever come out of a, um, a movie um, besides uh, I Like Sexy Times. But they say that the, um, the, the past is history. The future's a mystery. Um, the Today is a gift, and that's why they call it the present. And what I'm trying to say is, is that it's going to be a mystery about what happens in a few days' time, and that's why it is fantastic. You see, if you look back at the history, and it's like, oh, they played a belter of a game a few weeks ago, and then the Tigers got on hold of them pretty much late through the third quarter and took it away. Is yep. the same thing going to happen? I don't think so because of the temperature. Does that mean that they're going to play a different type of game style? Will Dusty Martin just have one of those games that you're just going to come back and go, Dusty? That's why he is. That's why he is a gun. Yeah. Or is somebody else going to pop up? What's Tom Lynch going to be like in his first final? Like it's True. just it's it blows the mind what's potentially going to happen on this this whole week for multiple different so he tipping I'm, I'm, I'm literally tipping Richmond
1: okay I'm literally lock it in
0: I'm locking in the Tigers on this one but if Brisbane came out and changed it and 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 won wouldn't surprise me at all
1: okay
0: it's just whoever wins this game will win the flag that's that's the stinger for this week folks whoever wins this game will win the flag lock it in
1: Uh, Alright, so you're saying that next week (gasps) Yep So after this game has been played Next week Yep Our first semi-finals will be Collingwood Yep And West Coast And our second game Will be Brisbane Yep And Bulldogs Oh
0: Jesus, who needs Viagra? (laughs) (laughs) You don't need Viagra You just need a good looking final series Oh, it's just the a going to do it again. A Richmond going to come back after the hiccup last year. Uh, a Collum, we going to redeem themselves. Uh Geelong going to be what they were all season? Are West Coast come out going to go back to back? Uh, well, you're talking about the I first
1: final being a replay of the grand final. Oh
0: Jesus, and I'm going to go because that'll be it. That'll be it. <laughs> if, if that's if that's it, um, yeah, that will be yeah. That'll game. be a Friday. I'll be at that game. I'm going to the I'm going to the Friday night game this week. By the way. And then it'll be Brisbane up
1: there against West Coast. It's just... I guess guess West Bulldogs. Oh, it's just exciting.
0: And you know what that means? Richmond win this week. If Richmond win this week, and regardless, that means there's two prelims in Melbourne. Booyah. And it also means there's going to be a final in Melbourne again next week as well. Two finals. So we need the Doggies to win, and we need Richmond to win, and I get my full value of my MCC membership full stop. And that's what final football's <laughs> all
1: about. It's just you.
0: And every one of the goodness knows of how many MCC people who pay their hard earned right. year.
1: So if, if, if Brisbane win yep. and Richmond lose, yep. you're getting a Richmond Bulldogs. Oh,
0: God. Yeah, now yeah, yeah. Then, oh, then I'd say Richmond would take that. But hey, I don't know. I, I just. Oh, that's good. You know what? It, it's good. I. I my um, my team made the finals last year, and I was excited for that. But I don't think I've been yeah. this excited for a final series. Just looking at the makeup, Essendon don't don't make me excited at all. No. Um, but it'd be interesting to see if West Coast can just dominate that game. But yeah, the yeah. other three games, there's just there's just like I said, there's that story within a story. It, it's the Sarah. You know, this should be not the Toyota AFL Premiership. This should be the Sarah Lee AFL Premiership. Final series. Cause there's just layer upon layer upon layer of stories that make up this beautiful dessert that we're <laughs> gonna consume over the next four weeks.
1: Necessarily carrot cake?
0: Oh no, no, it's a strudel. You gotta go the apple strudel. No, it's a carrot cake. No, just screw that's carrot cake. You a freaking rabbit.
1: Alright, I free. You would choose the strudel over the carrot I'll cake. I'll take
0: the strudel, mate. I love a good strudel.
1: Listeners, listeners, tell us what's better. Sarah tell us Lee, what's strudel, better. Or the carrot cake. That's it.
0: That's the listener's question for this week. Strudel or carrot cake? What's your dessert of choice? Um, Rightio, that's it, mate. So this time next week, you'll be back in the, the Hopefully. country. Hopefully. Hopefully, depending if you can get back in. Uh, unless a volcano goes off or there's some sort of coup in Indonesia. But
1: a- but a, I don't know, just a, just a final before we yep. before we close off. Yep. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there on Sunday. You're just gone.
0: Yes. Yes. Uh, it was your first Father's Day? How'd it go?
1: It was my first. Yep. So yeah, no, Happy Father's Day to everyone out there.
0: Yeah, it was. You know, you know, we. It takes uh, any any anyone anyone can be a dad, but it takes a certain type of person to become a father.
1: No, and for all the fathers, yeah, for all
0: the fathers out there, we are awesome at what we do. Just remember that. Very nice. Um, Rightio. So, look, that's it. Um, We're about to tie this one up, put it in a bow, and send it off because it's finals time this week. Um, Like I said, follow us on the Facebook page. Uh, Give us a tweet. Give us a quote. Tell us how much you love your football. I know I love my football lace out. Um, By the way, how do the Indonesians say um, we like our footy lace outs? Uh, Jamie, have you had a chance to work that one
1: out? Uh no, I do not speak Bahasa Indonesian. I'm oh, sorry.
0: Oh, you can't. All right, so um, well, you'll be happy to know that um, I've been able to work that one out for you. Oh, thank you. Yep, and it is this.
1: What is it? So what, um, what, what, whilst you there, I yep. mean, um, if you coming to Bali, yep. Come a couple of weeks before school holidays because it is a ten times better experience than oh yeah full peak time. All
0: right, well, um, Jamie, why don't you ask me the question and I'll respond in the native tongue of Indonesian.
1: Okay, Peps, how do you like your football? Uh, Jamie, Suya
0: suka renda I don't
1: even think that's close. It's not, but I like
0: It's it. saya suka renda kaki saya. <laughs> Have a great week, week <laughs> listeners, and to send us off in a merry way, you can't go past the great man, Mike Brady. Have a great week, listeners. There's oh, one hey, day man. in September. Let's belt it out. Man. Know that we won't <laughs> let you down.